Welcome to Real Talk with Stacey J, where we empower women to live their life on purpose with no limitations. Hey guys, I know that it's been a while since I released a podcast, um, but I'm going to really talk to you today and show some transparency. This episode, I want to talk about depression. That's right, something that maybe we've all encountered or you will encounter, but depression is real and I want to talk about it with you guys. Now, I do have a disclaimer because I am not a doctor of any kind and anything said on this podcast is not a replacement for seeking professional or medical help. Please, if you know someone who is struggling with anxiety or depression, see a doctor or a mental health professional. This is just my opinion um, and my story. So I want to share it with you guys. So can I be transparent with you? Okay. So at the end of last year, I was not in a very good place. Um, mid year I was laid off. Um, and I didn't really let that get to me, but it wasn't until later in the year that my heart had became heavy with like a weight was sitting on it. And it just seemed to increase. And I became, you know, just kind of all over the place, not able to push through like I normally do because I'm a person that, hey, I wipe myself off, I get up, I keep it moving, I keep it pushing. And that doesn't mean that I didn't you know, address or acknowledge, should I say, that I was going through something. But life goes on, like for most of us, and we have to keep going because we have kids, we have jobs, we have businesses, we have things that have to keep going and keep running. So I'm used to doing that. But this year, well, this um, in December, I could not shake it. I could not think how to even push past it. It was like a devastating pain or something, and I just couldn't shake it. But like I said, for those who know me, you know that if I'm not my bubbly, cheery self, there's something going on. And that's when I realized that I needed to see somebody. I was like, I'm not going to be able to push past this. So I'm going to need to talk to my spiritual counselor. And that's what I did. I called her up. I said, Hey, I, my life is facing some turbulence right now. Um, and I need to talk to somebody. And when I went to meet with her and we discussed some things, I realized that a lot of my issues were stemming from my childhood, my relationship with my mother. And so because I had said I had forgiven my mother, I mean, she was unemotionally available and she wasn't a bad mother. However, when you're a child and you go through things, you don't really realize like, well, maybe my mother went through this or, you know, or maybe this is a generational thing. You just kind of go, she's mean, you know? So when we kind of dug a little deeper and I realized that I had forgiven her, um, but I was still submerging the pain of not having the kind of relationship that I wanted from her. And it's, if you know, those things can, you know, affect your relationships personally, professionally, romantically, and you won't even really realize it because you think you all good. So after, you know, my visit with her, she recommended this book called The Mom Factor. Now, The Mom Factor, I would recommend it to anybody. It is written by two um, gentlemen, and I will list those names. I don't have it in front of me. Oh, you know what? I do have it in front of me, and I'm going to share that with you guys because I think that it could be useful for somebody. So it is by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. It's called The Mom Factor, dealing with the mother you had, didn't have, or still contend with. 
So a lot of times, you know, we think that, you know, when we have issues with our mothers, that it's only for daughters or why is men writing this book? But I'm telling you, it is so powerful and it talks about so many different areas and you'll be surprised on how those areas could be affecting your present. So I recommend it. I highly recommend it. So back to my story. So as I, you know, would go through the book and I would start to, I started to unravel and understand, you know, how I dealt with business, how I dealt with my relationship and my kids. And I just felt this tremendous uh, relief knowing that I was on the right path of being able to deal with the things that were bothering me. And what it made me even think about more is I don't want this to happen to my children if they have anything that they want to ask me or talk to me about that might be uh, a weight on them, you know, because sometimes we don't think this is generational. So, you know, could I've done differently or is it, you know, something I done wrong, but sometimes you never know because your kids will submerge their feelings and I'm not going to say anything because she's my mom. And those are some of the things I did. So I immediately called up my children to talk to them to say, Hey guys, let's sit down. If there's any questions you have for me, if there's anything that you, um, Felt like, you know, growing up, you, you know, had an issue with, but you felt like you couldn't say nothing because you probably would have got smacked. Um, But no, I did have that conversation with them and we've been sitting down and talking and you will be surprised what your kids will say to you that you may have thought they didn't know um, or, or, or that didn't even bother them. So I encourage you that, you know, have a talk with your kids. It may hurt. They may some say some things that bring up old wounds or whatever. But you don't want these same conditions to be repeated over and over and over. So when they have kids, now they're repeating the same process because they're learning from you. There's a lot of people who suffer from depression, PTSD, that's post-traumatic stress disorder, and postpartum depression. There are so many different types of depressions. And because we're in a world that is hurry, 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 keep going, we don't sometimes deal with it. Unless, you know, it's severe, a mental illness um, or something of that nature. And then you go to the doctor because maybe it's gotten you all the way down. But there are smaller signs of depression for you to be able to catch and, you know, be able to help yourself before it gets too far out of control. Then you got anxiety, you know, which is what which according to the ADAA, Anxiety and Depression Association of America, is the most common mental illness in the U.S., affecting 40 million adults in the United States age 18 and older. I mean, come on. I mean, everybody suffer from it. It's, it's not really a condition that we can kind of, I won't say we can't treat it, but it's when life gets stressful, there's a chance you'll get some anxiety. Um, when things aren't going the way you plan, there's a chance of being depressed, you know? So this is an issue that needs to be addressed. And so when we think, what is the cause of our anxiety? Let's think about that change for one thing. Researchers speculate that the Western world's environment and social order have changed more in the last 30 years than they have in the previous 300. Think what has changed. Technology, the existence of the internet, increased warning about global warning, nuclear war, and terrorist attacks. Changes and new threats are imported into our lives every few seconds thanks to our smartphones, TV, computer screens. Now, we do know that Technology has done a bunch of good. We, it has. I'm not going to down it and talk about it and make it seem like I don't use it and all that type of stuff. But 
there's an overkill that comes with it as well. You know, people are becoming addicted. Every time you turn around, you know, you're hearing something. And think about in our grandparents' generation, news of an earthquake in Nepal will reach around the world days later. You know, in our parents' day, the nightly news communicated the catastrophe. Now it's just a matter of minutes. Something can happen five minutes ago and we'll find about it. Bam, just like that. There's a good side to that. There's a bad side to that. And for empaths and people that are so connected to the world and and care about people and all that and get easily um, depressed or attached to these situations can cause another sense of depression. So, I mean, there are so many different ways to get this and it's something that we shouldn't take lightly. And it's also something that we want to pay attention to, especially for the people close around us, like family and friends. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we got to be bolder about it. You know, um, I mean, we got to be able to recognize the signs. Now we're not here to fix people, but we're here to be empathetic and to be able to acknowledge other people. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to walk around in our own bubble you know, not uh, looking at other people, especially the people that are closest, closest to us, because a lot of times they're right there crying out for help because we're consumed with our problems. We can't see theirs. And I know that, you know, the we can't sometimes help the weak. But, you know, once we recognize those signs, maybe we can take the initiative to try to shorten it. And I say all that to say that I'm in a much better place now. And then I was just what a month ago. I've grown spiritually and I've learned some skills to help me deal better with depression. So one thing for me is I believe in God and the universe and all that. And I know that I'm here for a reason. I know that there's a bigger purpose for me. And I am no different than anybody else that gets down, that gets, um, you know, for overall I'm positive. But I can show, you know, have a moment where I'm just crying or I feel, you know, just kind of lost and it happens. I don't care who you are. Oprah, Michelle Obama, I'm sure we've all been through it. But the goal is to get better at recognizing and noticing it so that you can handle it much faster. You know what I'm saying? You never know what a person is going through. So before you think they just being mean, because a lot of times you can run into people and you know, I'm an energy person and you're like, she's being mean or standoffish, but it could be that maybe they're going through something and wish people would just ask how they're feeling instead of tossing suggestions and assumptions. Because what you're thinking is mean, somebody could be ready to end their life. I think people are sometimes, you know, including myself, are afraid to reach out to one another because we either don't want to offend or because we feel the pressure to fix the person's brokenness. I know that when someone tells me, they have a problem or issue, or even if it's business, it doesn't have to be life-threatening. You know, I want to help. You know, I want to see if I got a solution and stuff. But it's, we're, know this. We don't need to fix anything. We can't fix anything, but we can help. And if you've been in this place and you recognize the signs, be a helpmate. Help this person. You know, especially if you're further along. I've been there, girl. I understand. Sometimes it's just being an ear. I don't think hurting people need suggestions. I think they just sometimes need an ear. Just sit down in the thick of it with them and just be present. They need for others to hold their hand while they take a step forward in the dark. I think that's why we need to share our stories of struggle with other people. Because those struggles can actually help somebody else be better. There's so many people out there who need to hear that they're not alone. Do you know the power of you too? Me too. 
it makes you feel like you have a brother or sister that's been through it and not to make mockery of them, but to say, hey, if they've been through it and they have some suggestions and tips for me to be able to overcome this faster than me doing it by myself. Hell yeah, I want that help. Just knowing that you're not alone can help move, remove the chains of guilt and shame that so often accompany mental illness because depression can become somewhat of a mental illness. You know, I think when we sit next to someone in pain, we're mirroring what God through Jesus did for us. He didn't have to do that. Just like you or I don't have to reach out to those who are hurting right now. We have a choice. We can keep about our own self-contained lives or we can move outside of our comfort zone and help someone else. I know for some of us, this is hard to do. Sometimes I know we can feel like we don't want to offend someone or make it worse or embarrass ourselves. So we didn't stay in the shadows waiting for someone to help me, uh, ask me for help instead of just doing it. Because a lot of times you recognize something's going on with a person. And maybe if you ask them, maybe they'll share it. Maybe if they don't want to share it, maybe you can just say, hey, I'm here, I'm an ear. And make them feel comfortable. That's if you know, you know, that they're going through something. But it's important to remember that if someone is struggling with a mental illness, depression, or anxiety, he or she may not be able to ask for help. It's hard to speak up when you're drowning. I know it was for me, but I had supportive people around me, and I thanked them for that. But I did feel vulnerable. I felt not really embarrassed, but I felt like, ugh, they're seeing me at my weakest moment. But it's like I needed that because fighting this alone is not really helping you get better. So this podcast is about saying, let's try to move out of our comfort zone and at least be an ear. Let's drink a cup of coffee with a friend. Let's listen. Let us open up our blinds in our love one's room and tell them a funny story to make them smile. Let's put our arm around our friends and without words, let them know we're there. We're available. And the same thing for you, if you're hurting, find someone that you can confide in. Don't do it alone. I'm sure there's somebody, even if it's somebody you don't know and you need to seek counsel, don't be afraid to seek counsel. Don't be afraid to get a therapist. Don't be afraid to get a life coach. And more importantly, the first thing you need to do is be praying or praying to the universe or whatever or whomever that is for you. But Do not do it alone because you don't have to do it alone. And if you don't feel that you have close family and friends to confide in, do it with a stranger because there's no strings attached. There's no, um, they don't know you. So you don't have to feel like if I tell her my business, is she going to tell everybody else my business? Those aren't the type of people that you want around you in the first place. So you have a way out. You have someone to be able to be there for you. Um, I know life is hard. It is so hard. And that's why I'm saying Depression isn't a one-off, you know what I mean? It's not a conversation that we have today, and it's like, okay, I'm better. You will find yourself in a place again where you're feeling low and you're feeling down, and even when you lose a loved one, that's a whole nother story, and that creates depression. So know that you're not alone and that you don't have to do it, and be okay with asking for help. Be okay talking to the right people. If you know you don't have the right people to talk to, don't talk to them because it's only going to make you feel worse, okay? So that is what this podcast is about because it has been um, a little bit over a month since I have released one, and that is not my goal. That is not the plan for this. It is to release them every week, but I'm telling you, As a testimony, I couldn't give you anything because I didn't have anything to give because during this time, I had to pour back into Stacy. I, Miss Live 365, had to take some time out 
and figure herself out. And I'm not ashamed to say it. And I will say it again. Stacey J had to take time to figure her out, to get healed. And, and it's a process. I'm not there but I'm on a journey and I'm so happy about it. I feel so much better. I feel so much clearer and I'm able to come back on this podcast and share my story with you and hope that it inspires you. Hope that you can share it with somebody that it may inspire and let me know. E- email me info at live365empowerment.com. I would love to hear you. No judgment, no nothing. If I have a strategy or some tips that can help you um, overcome these you know, spells of depression, I'm here. You know what I mean? I'm I'm here because I've been through it. So guys, thank you for supporting me. Um, I appreciate it as always. And I do have a few announcements. Um, I am this year, instead of doing uh, the Live 365 Empowerment Conference, which I really, I say I never did a conference. I always did an experience. But for layman's terms, it's a conference. So this would be my fourth year. I didn't do one last year, but this year I decided to do something different, which was take it on the road, guys. So we are going to Los Cobos, Mexico, Labor Day weekend, all-inclusive trip. I mean, all-inclusive. We got some wellness workshops, yoga and meditation on the beach, adult games, an all-white serenity party. It's going to be so dope, so great, because this is about deep taking a deeper dive into inner self-care. Not, as I say, the massages and all that, which you can't get that too there. But this is about inner self-care, because you got to take care of yourself on the inside as well. So it's going to be great. It is Labor Day weekend, August 30th to September 2nd. Um, you, there, well, I'm doing this now. The early bird um, discount was today, ended today. But hey, check it out. The whole, the whole and all inclusive package for the early bird was four twenty seven. But guess what? If you pay after the twenty uh, today, it's only four seventy seven. You can still make a deposit and you can still make payment plans. You can't beat that with a bad. And I have resort credits for you, so you can go to the spa. You can have dinner for two. And oh, it is co-ed, so it's not just for my ladies. You know I love you, but men need self care too. So please share this with. People that you know can appreciate and understand self-care. I want to take a deeper dive. Invite men. Invite your boo. Invite your brother. Invite your cousin. It is open to anybody that understands the importance of taking care of yourself holistically. And you are invited too. You can go to live365empowerment.com to get more information on the trip. Um, Also, we just launched, or I just launched, Um, Live 365 Lifestyle Magazine. You know, however I can get the word out of empowerment, I will do that. So you can catch the magazine on the website as well. And the March issue will be coming out sometime next week. So I appreciate you guys again for supporting me. Um, Continue to support me. Continue to share me. And if I can do the same, definitely let me know. And from now on, uh, you guys will catch me every week right here on Real Talk with Stacey J, where we are empower women to live their life on purpose with no limitations. Thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you next week. This podcast is sponsored by Live 365 Empowerment. Live 365 is a women's organization that empowers women through self-care, self-awareness, and self-love. To learn more, visit live365empowerment.com and be sure to subscribe for our power quotes, events, and more. You can find Real Talk with Stacey J on your favorite platforms like iTunes, Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify.